The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You chose to take a journey down a long and dangerous trail. Chose to serve your country and we know you served us well. But now you're back and it's our duty to keep you safe and warm. Shake your hand and welcome you back home with open arms. We're America, your family, the land of liberty. We're thankful for your sacrifice, your fight to keep us free. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation. Thanks to you, we're living free. We're a quilt of many colors, and we breathe red, white, and blue. We're America, your It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray, along with his prestigious co-host. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray and this week's co-host. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network. Today is June 11, 2013. I'm Gary Ray along with our co-host with Linda Crater, President and CEO of VeteranCaregiver.com. But before I get to our guest, I'd like to mention a little bit about Linda. She's quite a phenomenal young lady. She's recognized as a subject matter expert for military slash veteran caregiving, and she works closely with the VA crisis line and a growing number of DOD and VA resources. Her success in suicide prevention is recognized and spreading awareness falls right in place with today's subject matter. Linda, why don't you introduce our guest? Good morning, everyone. This is Linda Crater, and I am very pleased to introduce our guest today. Edward White is with us, and he is the creator of Call App, which is a valuable new suicide prevention tool that will help to bridge the communication gaps that exist today. I believe that I can safely say that we're all in agreement that the loss of 22 veterans a day by suicide is unacceptable and absolutely tragic. Edward, welcome to the American Heroes Network. And perhaps you can start today by telling us what compelled you to tackle this problem. Well, Linda, this evolved from several experiences that I had personally. um, And uh, it it goes back to 2010. uh, But I had been working with uh, some groups in Saudi Arabia before that. And I was working out there as a psychologist in a place called Tobuk and um, working very closely with the United States military training mission. But that, that's going back quite a bit. I mean, I'm going back almost 20 years there to the days when I was a 
a youngster, quote unquote. <laughs> that's, that's giving away a clue, maybe as to you know just how long I've been at this. But um, really, uh, up till the the point that you know it impacted me in 2010, I was online one one morning and just checking my emails and messages, and there was a friend who I was in contact with. Um, from you know the early days of 2000 and uh, she had been working in London at the time and we were commuting back and forth and we were very close friends uh, make no mistake about that we 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 were extremely close and um, she was in Australia and uh, she'd been working in, in London as a stockbroker but you know you know we we'd get the odd email about once a week from from Amanda and um, suddenly all these communications just stopped mm-hmm. and I logged on to Facebook Linda and uh, that's how I found out one of my best friends had died. Uh, it was on Facebook, unfortunately. There was no message. There was no note. There was nothing at all. And uh, it, it just took the world out from underneath my feet. So that was only one, one of many incidents that um, I have encountered over the years. And that was probably one of the most painful. Excuse me, but- Especially since it was a surprise. Excuse me. By the way, we are accepting call-ins. If you have a question, call in at 866-472-5787. And thank you, Linda, for opening the show. Oh, you're very welcome. I didn't know you had disappeared at first. Yeah, <laughs> me, me neither. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yep. So, yeah, but go ahead. Go ahead, Linda. So, Gary, I am very intrigued. As you know, we've talked previously about call app. But first, I would, before we go into what is Call App, um, perhaps you could put into perspective what 22 veteran suicides a day really means. I don't know that people can really absorb that fact and what it means. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, Linda, I don't think any of us can, frankly. Um, when we talk about 22 people a day, dying from suicide and, and we're talking about particularly service members here you know, that's 150 a week 7,000 a year the majority of people are not equipped to deal with those numbers very few people can relate to that many people dying and it was the same with 9-11 but mm-hmm. the better the better concept is to try and bring it back to those who are listening in who who know somebody Personally, everybody knows somebody who has died by suicide, and that's when it really hits home. It's usually a neighbor or a son or a daughter or somebody, you know, close by. Uh, and we can relate much more easily to that. And I'm not suggesting that, you know, because we can't relate to the numbers that we're, we're, we're dispassionate. It, it's something's just too big a number. Um, and we suffer from what we call in psychology psychic numbing. Um, we're overwhelmed. And the military are the first to tell you they cannot they cannot get their head around this no more than us. And even I can't uh, grasp the enormity of 22 people a day dying because I hasten to say this, but who would have ever anticipated that the biggest enemy of the U.S. military is not any terrorist group, but suicide? It's right. outstripped all of the, the casualties in Iraq and Afghanistan almost combined. And that is a serious, serious statistic. It's frightening. It is absolutely terrifying. And they, you know, Great America are, are so capable in many different ways of coping with, with you, know, you know, any uh, calamity. But this one, they, they can't. This is an invisible enemy that they're not able to combat. And Collap evolved as a result because, um, you know, 
there are there are many issues for many veterans who are listening to this program, and we won't go into all of those because, you know, it, it could turn into a political discussion. But um, what we've got here is we, we, we've got something really exciting, Linda, and it's never been done before. It's not been done the way we're doing it. And, um, you know, you've also been privy to an awful lot of the work that we're trying to do here in the background. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, I have. As is Gary. And uh, we're very excited, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to telling you more about it. All right. Yeah. All right. So, Ed- Edward, how did you get involved, though, you know, make up your mind as far as this idea on Call App? Uh, you know, it, it sounds pretty uh, detailed. Um, yeah. Um, I-, I think every mom uh, who's listening to this is going to love this story. I-, I have a little girl. Um, and she's only 10 years old. And goodness, Gary and Linda, she is a whiz on, on these apps. You know, now, now a lot of people, when you say the word app, even those who are from the old school like me, I mean, I really did not know what an app was up till four or five years ago. And yet they've been around a long, long time. And um, she whizzes around on this iPhone. And I was watching her playing a game called Minecraft. And uh, I said, what in goodness name is this, darling? And she says, it's, it's just something I, I, I play, Daddy. And um, it, it struck me. It was almost like a bolt from the blue. Um, why don't we do something similar for, for vets mm-hmm. or okay. people who are at risk of suicide? One big problem with, with communication, sorry, with suicide, is, is, is breakdown in communication. And... I've been working with this subject for a long, long time now. And I know from experience that trying to get people to reach out when they're in crisis is one of the biggest challenges facing any service provider or or, or a counsellor. And that's something that the app uh, uh, I identified with. When I saw this thing, I said, this could possibly be a link for those in crisis. And it was watching my daughter. Uh, play with the, the little thing that she was playing with and she had no idea um, and also the experience that I spoke about earlier on there in the program about Amanda losing Amanda I, I felt look I felt completely guys impotent by this I'm a psychologist and and the, the one thing that I love to do is communicate and people who who, who choose suicide almost deny us that you know we're, we're we're left bereft, and, and anybody who's listening to this program will know how that feels. You just want to be able to help, and the only way you can do that is if there is a link there, if there is a communication bridge, and um, that's what Call App does. Excellent. Provides them. Right. Yeah. Um, but in a different way. It, it, it's, it's not using the conventional um, reach-out methods that are provided by the likes of the VA we're employing a very different solution. You know, if if you are at risk, you know, the chances are that you've got one or two options available to you. You either dial up a local crisis line or you call into a drop-in centre um, and they bring their own challenges. But with Call App, you know, people in crisis don't always know what number to call into and, and Gary. They, they don't, you know, by virtue of the, the very problem that they have, um, deal with things rationally and if you provide just a button a simple button and that all they have to do is press that one time uh they're through to, to support that that's a great um that's a great piece of relief for them you know you know Gar- oh, uh, sounds excuse me edward um yes. what struck me was that 
so many times when someone is feeling helpless and, and doesn't know what to do and feels almost paralyzed by not knowing what to do, by pressing that button, they not only can connect, but they're given choices. And choice is something that provides hope, I believe. And perhaps we can hold that thought until after break and come yep. back and discuss the role of choices in call, call app. Yeah, for sure. Okay. That's right. Well, we'll be, we'll be going on break in just about another minute and a half. Um, uh, as far as setting, the, setting this uh, call app up, uh, Edward, um, it's pretty simple, right, for the individual? Absolutely it is. Uh, it, it, we couldn't have made it easier, in fact, Gary. Um, and for those who obviously, like myself, are, are techno dinosaurs still to a limited degree, even though I'm the CEO of this company, um, I, I mean, I don't claim to understand how all of these things work. But if you have any difficulty dealing with the app, we're going to be having a, a range of drop-in centers throughout the States, um, you know, to, to provide assistance and help. Just bring in your phone and we'll put it on for you. And, right. uh, you know, that's that's just going to make it as easy as easy as possible. So um, that's 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 there. Anyway, it's not there right now, but we're still working on the app uh, and we're still developing the technology, I might add. So if anybody's listening there and hoping to download it, we haven't got there just yet, but uh, we're on our way very, very fast. What All a right. fascinating we're combination. Go I'm sorry, Gary, go ahead. No, I was just going to say we'll go ahead with that short break, okay? Uh, we want everybody to keep an eye on the website, AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Information will be posted very soon about our Military Appreciation Day event right at our office location in Orange City, Florida, and everyone is invited. I'm Gary Ray along with Linda Crater and our guest, Edward White. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, and we'll be right back. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. American Heroes Network is a program for and about our American veteran heroes and their families. Join Gary Ray and his co-host as they show what is being done to help our veterans and showcase the companies and organizations that are helping our veterans and their families rebuild their lives. Listen for American Heroes Network, live and powered by the Voice America Variety Channel, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support. Surprise you. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network 
at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back, uh, and we're here with uh, Edward White, um, developer of CallApp. And uh, Edward, what happens when someone calls CallApp? Well, Walk us through that. They've got two choices that immediately become available to them. When they press that all-important button, um, they're given the, the option of you know, getting straight through to live support, which could be anybody, Gary. Um, and that's one of its biggest features. Um, you know, wh- when you install this, you're, you're given the option of putting several names on there. And that, that could be a girlfriend, a husband, wife, or you know, just another vet. Um, that you want to talk to. so Somebody they trust. Absolutely. Um, th- there are no limitations in terms of who you want to talk to because, you know, who, who are we to say you cannot talk to X, Y, or Z? If that's a person who means a lot to you and they're, they're, they're potentially a lifesaver, put them on there uh, is, our, is our attitude. Um, so that's, that's option number one. But option number two uh, is, is almost a, a safety net, if you like. Not everybody wants to talk to a live person. Not everybody wants to put that flag up, and uh, we respect that. So what we've got, we've got a virtual assistant on there, um, which will lead you through a series of help uh, sections, all of them designed with one purpose in mind, to, to, to increase the, the, uh, the chances of you staying alive. Because we see it as very serious, obviously, that when you press that button. And um, if, if those don't work, we, we can always revert to plan B. So there's, there's two clear options there, Gary, to answer your question. Mm-hmm. You know, I, right. as I listen to you and I have experienced suicide in our community, uh, especially among young people, but we're talking about veterans here today, what I constantly hear is I just want the pain to go away. And they also, though, are sometimes held back because of the effect on the family. Can you speak a bit? to how families would be able to use call app as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this, this, if I was to paraphrase, it has almost been designed around the needs of family, uh, Linda. I mean, let's maybe just rewind a little bit because the first thing people need to recognize is that, you know, this is only a tool. You know, apps don't save lives. People do. Uh, and it's very important I emphasize that. This is only a conduit. It's just a link with somebody close to you. But um, for, for a lot of people, the, the first thing they need to recognize is that the, the, the threat of suicide for any person, any loved one or family, that is huge. Um, and um, it can do one of two things to them. It can either paralyze them into doing nothing or, or spur them into action. Uh, most families have a strong sense of what is wrong with someone they know well. I mean, it, it doesn't require just a nap to, to, you know, to be the last port of call. There's usually plenty of warning signals before this person will press that button. But, you know, if somebody wants to use it for their own purposes and, and, and may not necessarily be at risk, I mean, we would be very strong uh, supporters of families getting in touch because when somebody um, dies by suicide um, or is at risk of suicide, it has a huge knock-on effect on the whole community. It's a ripple effect. It's almost like a, a, you know, the proverbial bomb going off. Um, it'll, it'll knock down everybody, sometimes for weeks and years. And... Um, I hasten to add, you're going to love this, Linda, but the best people who almost, to pick up on these signals are women. 
I'm not suggesting men are not good, but women seem to have an intuitive instinct for picking up the signs, and and um, they're they're very good at reaching out, you know. But, well, uh, you bring up a good point by having family members able to taking take advantage of this application. Doesn't it provide for outreach so that families do become a greater safety net for those who may be at risk? Absolutely it does. And the one thing that I want to emphasize is if there's any, any uh, hint at all that you're being given an opportunity to help, my goodness, that is a very, very rare thing indeed. I, I, it's, it's an unfortunate, harsh reality, um, guys, that you know, very few of us are given the opportunity to help when it comes to this issue. Suicide really is what it is, a, su- a silent, silent killer. And it, it happens so quickly. You know, very few, very few people get a chance to to intervene. Um, and as a professional, if I'm given that chance, my goodness, do, do I grasp it with open arms? And, you know, a lot of families worry, well, look, my son has said he's suicidal or my daughter. What do I do, Edward? You know, there are so many things you can do. And the first thing you need to do is learn to listen. Um, it, it's very important that you, you develop that skill. Um, and that's that doesn't come overnight, obviously. But... If, if, if you were to ask somebody that you think is at risk, for example, if you were to ask them straight out, listen, are you suicidal? That does one of two things. It relieves them of, of a burden. And also you as well. It helps you because it, it's like lancing a boil. Um, and people are very sensitive about this. They say, well, Edward, I'm, I'm afraid of asking somebody, are they suicidal? And I say, don't be. Because you couldn't be any more, you, it couldn't be any more delicate than it already is. And by asking the question, you're freeing them up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you're freeing yourself up. You're getting this out of the open. The key here is, is communication. I'm digressing left, right and center here, uh, but forgive me. But I think you get a picture of what I'm trying to tell you. Um, the app itself is only just a conduit to this type of communication. It just, it opens up the floor, uh, Linda. Well, your advice is so well taken because so often people go into isolation, they drop out, and and I use the phrase, you know, silence is not golden when it comes to those who are unhappy or depressed or in pain or whatever the reason may be that they're feeling that life is quite difficult and challenging. So having a way and a means and the acknowledgement that it's okay to ask questions like this I think is extremely valuable. Yeah, absolutely. And we need to make it okay to say you're suicidal. We really do. We need to make it okay. We, we need to remove all of the, the stigmata that goes with this. Um, stigma, excuse me, not stigma. Uh, and, and desensitize this whole subject. Because right now, um, you know, the minute the word is mentioned, everybody seems to want to die for cover. You know, the media are scared of talking about it. Um, families are scared. And... Uh, you know, the reality is everybody's capable of suicide. Everybody. You don't have to suffer PTSD to, to, to have this go through your mind. Um, and I think if everybody was honest, you know, that thought, albeit fleeting, has, has entered everybody's brain at one stage or another. It's just that some, you know, are obviously suffering a little bit more. And you mentioned about pain. Pain is the biggest uh, kicker here because, you know, when pain outweighs your coping resources, that's when it starts to tip in the favor of suicide. When you simply cannot cope with the level of suffering that you're you're, you're, you're having to endure, 
that's when, when you know, your, your cliff face starts to crumble. Um, and the biggest coping skill that you could possibly acquire is the ability to communicate and bring in uh, some other, be that be a professional or, 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 or a family member or a friend. Once you do that, you've broken the, 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 the cycle of pain, you know, and uh, you're on the road potentially to recovery. That is the reality. Um, all we want, Linda and Gary, is a spider thread if you're in my profession. That's all we need. If I get you on the end of the line, for the love of God, I will, I will uh, uh, almost be assured that uh, I, I, will, I, will take you, um, I will take you back to, um, to the world we live in. And, you know, that's, that's a skill in itself. And unfortunately, an awful lot of families listening to this program are, are thinking, Ed, I don't have those skills. You don't have to. All you have to do is listen. Just listen. Just give them an ear. If, if they start talking, that's enough because the, the whole process of talking in itself is, is life-affirming. It's life-saving. It's when they don't talk that they're at risk. And, and uh, I'm, I'm quite passionate about that, so forgive me. Well, no, no. It's, it's, a passion is what is needed here. I think oftentimes if someone has tried to talk but been shut down, that is often the most dangerous time for them because they don't feel they have worth. So being asked being spoken to, having a dialogue, and then listening, as you say, are all incredibly important factors, plus a good measure of compassion. Yeah, yeah, and learning to grieve. I mean, we're, we're not great at grieving in the United States, and unfortunately. Um, and if you apply that particular uh, rule to the military, it, it gets even more difficult because, um, you know, Emoting and, and, and showing feelings is, is, is not necessarily conducive to the type of environment that a lot of military guys work in. And uh, they have to bottle it up. They don't have to, but they choose to. And then if you come from a background where, where, where grieving is not uh, something that, you know, you, you grow up with, it becomes even more of a challenge. Mm-hmm. So we need to teach we need to teach our, 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 our guys and girls how to how to grieve and um, how to deal with all of those hurts that are cumulative. You know, PTSD can compound an awful lot of things that existed in childhood and were brought into the battlefield. And then you bring all that stuff together, it just becomes all too much. And if you're not able to grieve, if you're not able to feel sadness, or, or you won't allow yourself to feel sadness, excuse me, you're very vulnerable, you know? Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Now, Edward, how many languages is this call app going to uh, support? Uh, at, at last count, 36. 36? So there's no excuse. Yeah, at last count, 36, Gary. Good question. Wow. Uh, wow. And that will grow. That will continue to grow. Um, but but it's, it's not so much the languages it supports. It's the people that we get in touch with because the app itself is global in nature. That means that if you're in, 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 in the likes of Afghanistan or, or you know, um, some other far-flung location uh, like Siberia, um, there is a very strong possibility that you'll get straight through to somebody who speaks that language. Um, and, um, you know, we're, we're growing all the time. This is something that, you know, people uh, will, will slowly begin to understand that this, this app is borderless. Uh, it's launching in America, but we're still trying to develop it. I mean, it's an extremely uh, big task uh, putting this together. And um, 
it's taking a lot of time and money, unfortunately, and that's something we don't have an awful lot of, but we'll find it. <laughs> we will find it. You know, we've sold all the furniture, guys, and we've, we've, we've done everything you could possibly do to keep this thing going, and um, uh, that's another day's work. But however, um, these things are being done with the, with, 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 with the right reasons behind them. Absolutely. Right. Um, well, go ahead, Gary. I was just going to say, we'll go ahead with it, take our short break now. Just be sure to go to the, our mobile sponsor, First Class Merchant Services. They are nationwide, and they do provide veteran-run businesses discounts. Give Josh a call. What do you have to lose? Just go to your smartphone and type in hero.ub1.co and go to First Class Merchant Services and check out their website. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. you've seen everything there is to see in online television let us surprise you visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports health business and more on demand 24 7 american heroes network is a program for and about our american veteran heroes and their families join gary ray and his co-host as they show what is being done to help our veterans and showcase the companies and organizations that are helping our veterans and their families rebuild their lives listen for american heroes network live and powered by the voice america variety channel every tuesday at 11 a.m eastern time 8 a.m pacific time Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Oh, welcome back. Uh, we were talking on break now, during the break, and Linda came up with a pretty good question for uh, Edward. Want to handle oh, that? I'd be delighted to ask the question. I think that it's fairly obvious that America wants to help. And there are many, many community resources and practitioners who see what's happening. We read it in the headlines. We understand what's going on. And the fact that this pours itself right into each and every community, permitting access and making it more of an accessible 
uh, discussion point with the resources to match. Can you discuss how you're going about gathering these community resources and practitioners to aid you in growing this network of safety for suicide prevention? Yeah, most certainly. Um, first of all, programs like this, and I want to thank both you and Gary for, for giving us this opportunity to reach out because it's it's so important that we do uh, uh, talk on a regular basis about this subject, number one, to try and, and, and you know explain to people that there are alternatives like this, and number two, to, to grow the community of helpers that we have available to us. Currently, the way, if I may mention the VA, the way that's currently set up is we, we've got in place uh, a group of licensed helpers mental counsellors and uh, they're all very good at what they do but unfortunately very limited in terms of what they can do because they they are uh, they're small and stretched and um, you know that's an organization like every other organization that you know has has its own cap on resources now this is where you know call app really comes into vogue um, the potential Linda and Gary for us to provide an unlimited network is something that I could not emphasize enough. Everybody out there has the potential to save a life. And when I say everybody, I'm talking about literally everybody. Does that mean they should be qualified? Not at all. Uh, what kind of help can they give? Well, let's just give you some statistics first and foremost. In uh, 2010, the DOD commissioned a, a survey of, of those who um, were most at risk. And one of the, the points that came out of that survey, which was particularly sad, was the fact that 64% of those who died by suicide in 2010 had presented themselves to the VA. And within four weeks of doing so, they were dead. Now... Does that suggest that I'm pointing fingers? No, I am not. You know, that's that's not a blame statement. It just is a reality that, unfortunately, because you know, you know, resources are limited, we don't get to we don't get to talk to everybody. We don't get to save everybody. And some, in fact, in this case, sixty four percent of them were lost. That's very high. Um, we need to we need to reduce that. We need to get that right down. And and how we will do that is by making the waiting time shorter, by making you know increased resources available, by increasing the network. And they are going to be ordinary people. Um, and there's probably you know a number of my colleagues who will be jumping up and down on the spot listening to this program and saying, Edward, how in goodness name can you regulate that? I say, guys, you don't. Because these are people that the vets want to talk to. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that they trust. They're the ones that they are, are, are eating with, sleeping with, talking with every single day of the week. They understand the pain that some of these guys and girls are going through. Now, if you are saying to me that I cannot connect the two using technology, I'm going to ask you, why not? I'm going to ask you, why not? Yeah, I'm going to ask you what, in, 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 on, on a moral uh, uh, count, you know, would prevent me from, from making that connection. Because right now, nobody is making that connection at Lindengary. Nobody is getting to them, simply because they already feel disempowered. They feel disenfranchised. They feel there's nobody there to talk to um, who understands. Or there's no way of getting to them, you know. Um, 
and you know this this is is, is as much a, a, an education for them as it is for us. We found something that will help them communicate. That's all this is. That's all this technology is. So, Edward, as I think about this, this just the thought just came to me. You've got two polar opposites usually with people who are uh, at risk right now. One, they're either silent and shut down, or two, they will not call for a, a 911 intervention, or they're afraid to call a crisis line because that may indeed happen. So is this perhaps the middle ground that gives them time to think, to press, to have choices, and to make decisions that might just keep them here long enough to get the help? Yeah, that, that's very much a part of it. I mean, some people don't necessarily need a 9-11 response to this problem. I mean, if you say you're suicidal, the last thing you need is flashing lights outside your house, you know, on a stand-down. Um, when all you want to do is just say to somebody, guys, you know, I, I'm having a bad day. And you happen to use the word suicide in the context of that conversation. Some of these issues need to be contextualized, you know, they, they, but we, we can't have a one all, you know, dancing response to this problem. Even if you go into the VA and say you're suicidal, you run a very serious risk of, of uh, you know, uh, having your security clearances taken off you. That's a serious, serious thing to happen. Or you run the risk of being, you know, brought straight down to, to a psychiatrist and, and, and being medicated. All of those are, are you know, sometimes, some would argue, over-the-top responses to what could have been a very, very small problem. It, it might just have been a notional idea, but the words themselves can, can lead to a whole world of pain for somebody when it's not necessary, Linda, are you with me? Um, well, I'm, I'm actually completely with you because I think that the fear that many have with calling a crisis line or reaching out to talk to people is they are so afraid that words will be misconstrued that will fit some sort of formula and bang the uh, intervention, forced intervention, is called. So what you're saying, if I understand this correctly, is that CallApp offers you the options so that it isn't an all-or-nothing response for people. Again, back to choices and community options and people you trust. But most importantly... When that call is made, we must not take punitive measures. We must make it safe. And if I was to put this on a poster around America, make it safe for them to say, look, I'm suffering here right now. And if you want to use the word suicidal, you can. But right now, I just don't feel like going on. I'm in a lot of pain and I need somebody to understand that. Remove the word suicide, because I, I'm very much against, you know, you know, any education that centers around suicide prevention. I would much prefer they focus on suicide attempt prevention, mm -hmm. you know, uh, long before they ever get to a stage where suicidal, you know, um, methods are, are, are a realistic option. We need to get to them long before that, Linda. And how we will do that is, is by making it safe and comfortable for them to reach out. It's not, it's not there right now. We, we've got a lot of work to do. And I don't mean us. I mean other groups, you know, in terms of making it safe for, for, for service members to, to talk. Uh, and talk without feeling they're going to lose everything or, or they're going to lose their reputation or be branded. You know, there's, there's, we're, we're too quick to knee-jerk on guys who say this word and automatically label them with, with some DSM. And that, that's, that's a diagnosis which might refer to their mental status. That's a very serious label to attach to a man or, 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 or a woman and has long-term implications. And I'm very much against that. 
That's um, very so- fascinating what you just said. I'd love you to go back and address the one specific statement you said, which is we need to remove the word suicide prevention and change it instead to suicide attempt prevention. There are many, many who take multiple suicide attempts before they go further. How would you, how would you propose to step into that and, inter, I don't want to say intervene, um, and to ameliorate the situation? Working on the premise that every, every suicide attempt is, is, is a call for help. Just, just work on that, on, that, on that hypothesis and, and, and you, you'll, you'll have an indication of exactly what this app does. You know, when somebody is at the stage where they're staring down the wrong end of a barrel, nobody knows better than I, and I've talked to those guys. I have talked to many of those guys, uh, and I know how, how, you know how much of a trigger it can be, if you excuse the pun. You're literally on a hairline uh, edge of life and death. That's almost too much for, for any human being to try and pull that person back. And we have done it, but we need to get to them long before they get to that stage. We need to get to them when they're, when they're planning or thinking about it um, and, and, and developing a strategy. And there's lots of clues they will leave on the way there. Um, goodness, I, I could give you a list, Linda, but it would be unfair to do that. But... <laughs> That's what that's what call app does. It, no, it no, says, I, I love the the passion and the fervor with which you speak on this. I'm taking from your talking that there will also be options for educational content and resources and other ways that people can learn how to help or how to help themselves. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. Because as I said earlier, this technology is only a tool and you know there's an onus of responsibility on us to make sure that you know when we initiate a contact be it with another service provider be it with a family member that we provide some means of follow-up um that they're the family member is not left to their own devices that you know there is some sort of cohesive plan that they can work through uh, and use the tools that are on there because there's there's various tools that come with this app and all of them are life affirming but also you know uh, um, valuable cognitive tools uh, how to cope with stressors how to deal with with, with issues like PTSD and and even you know one particular vet said Ed I'm uncomfortable with the word PTSD could you not call it PTS and I said okay buddy I will you know and he's he's got a point he doesn't like the fact that it's called a disorder because it's just that's what he has. Um, you know, so those sort of sensitivities. We're taking all that on board. We're listening to them all. Uh, and it, really, Gary and Linda, what I'd like to impress upon, uh, you know, the listeners is we don't have all the answers. So, you know, please, if there's something that you want on there, for goodness sakes, go onto the website and I'll give it to you now uh, very quickly. Uh, it's www.lifehealth.com. US. Go on there and use the contact uh, button. And if there's something you would like on there, we would be delighted to hear it um, because it's still something that, you know, is work in progress. We don't have all the answers. We've got a lot of them, but we need a, we need a whole lot more. That's true. That's very, very true. I tell you, we only have, uh, uh, I'll just go into the next break. Uh, so again, this, this is going to take, take a very, very short break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Music. 
Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. American Heroes Network is a program for and about our American veteran heroes and their families. Join Gary Ray and his co-host as they show what is being done to help our veterans and showcase the companies and organizations that are helping our veterans and their families rebuild their lives. Listen for American Heroes Network, live and powered by the Voice America Variety Channel, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with Edward White. Uh, Edward, how can we get involved? This sounds like a pretty phenomenal tool. Yeah. And how can we get involved, our listeners? Well, first and foremost, everybody who, who, who is listening to the program, as I said earlier, are, are potentially service providers what we would like is for them to to get on there and register uh, and uh, help us uh, grow the network because that is the lifeblood of this organization that those are the people that we will and the vets will turn to in, in a time of need so feel free to get in touch with us there um, there there's plenty of opportunities to 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 communicate um, long term as well too because once we have your name what we'll do is we'll, we'll feed you back information on updates and how to download it and, and how you can get involved um, and obviously you know another aspect to, to our organization is support i mean if you were to just give a dollar we would be so appreciative because you know this this is not funded by any government organization this is not funded by any federal grant this is all uh, um, public supported uh, work and uh, we 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 are about to launch the one dollar campaign that means a dollar uh, will allow you or allow a vet to download one uh, version of the app and we need to keep this free of charge we, we, we don't intend commercializing it we, we don't intend making them pay and if you want to get on there just go and press the give button and donate your dollar whatever you like that will be just that will be just great uh, All right. to help us out if, if i'm correct you do have a um, uh, provider application right on the website correct um, we do, yes, but that is for licensed mental health counsellors. We will be providing um, another link very shortly for just ordinary members of the public, Gary, and that will be going up in about a week's time. Uh, okay. But in, in the meantime, what they can do is they can register just to the contact page uh, and just let us know if they're interested in helping out. And they, they, they might be just, you know, um, living somewhere in, in Arkansas. Kentucky, we don't really mind where you are in the world. Just let us know where you are and we'll link up with you. Sounds good. All right. So when are you going to come back, uh, Edward? Well, look, <laughs> I mean... Um, there's, there's a lot of information, especially when that app comes out. We definitely want to know about it. Uh, like I mentioned, it sounds pretty phenomenal. And, and uh, 
see how it accomplished, you know, how you accomplished everything uh, once it is set to go. Yeah, well, Gary, we're very excited about it. We're, we're, we're very excited about the potential. And, and uh, most importantly, uh, we need to get the, uh, the you know, the, the vets, as well as ordinary members of the public, excited about this because um, it's a real chance to help. I mean, there's, there's very, very few organizations out there that can say with confidence that they think they've got something that can help. I, I really genuinely believe we've got something here um, that will make a difference. And um, I'm not, you know, blowing this up. I, I'm not, you know, throwing smoke down the line here. I, I, I think if people were to get onto the website and go have a look at it, lifehealth.us and check it out. And, and um, you, you'll see why we are so enthusiastic about the potential. Um, but most importantly, if anybody is 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 at risk out there, goodness. In the meantime, um, you know, use the resources online. Click click on the link section, and there's a help page there for you. While while we are getting the work done, um, because I know there are probably people listening here who who are in immediate need of help, and you know, that's that's a matter of priority. You know, I, I, I can't help but ask the obvious question of what do you do as a family member when someone will not seek help? How do you initiate that outreach? It's that, that is a question I, I have been asked time and time again. I, I, I don't believe there is anybody out there who is beyond help, Linda, is my response to that. Good. I think once they're breathing, once, once they're, they're there, um, if it was my sister or brother, I mean, what would I do? Oh, I think love will, will work wonders. I, I, I think, you know, if, if you keep at it, I mean, the one thing that I, I've said to people is do not give up on somebody who, mm-hmm. who, who is suicide ever. You stay with them. Um, I, I, do, I don't want to ever. I mean, I had a situation there about 12 months ago where a family came to me and said, Ed, our son who we love dearly. Not a thing we say or do seems to make any difference. And I took that very seriously. Uh, and and uh, these, these were friends of mine. And um, I was about 200 miles away at the time and I got in my car. It was three o'clock in the morning and I drove straight to the house. And uh, I said, I want to see this guy. And he wouldn't talk to me because he, he, he was embarrassed I persisted and I stood outside his door and he wouldn't open that door, but he, he did. And, and I think there was about three hours of a delay there before he opened that door. We got him into care, Linda and Gary, and, and uh, that guy, thankfully, is, is still very much alive. But uh, he, was, he was determined. But you don't give up. You never, ever give up. a fantastic effort. Yeah, you never give up. No, you keep with it. You stay with it. And, you, you know, you don't bully them either at the same time. But I think if you show them you really genuinely care and, and, and that love will come through, they will feel it. They will feel that, that, that uh, you know, you mean it because people are very, very shrewd. You, you know, you're not going to pull the wool over their eyes. I mean, all the amount of literature out there that's out there, that's not making any difference. It's people that make a difference, Linda and Gary. Right. It's, it's, it's the love that we have for them. You know, and people say to me, Ed, what do you know about vets? I mean, you're not a military guy. I say, look, I don't need to be a military guy. <laughs> I mean, you fought for us, for goodness sakes. You know, uh, we owe you so damn much. Um, <laughs> oh, words fail me sometimes. Take a deep breath. It's, um, it, yeah. I, if I could sum up what you just said. To be as, as a, a, a person standing by, be positive, be patient, yeah. be persistent, yeah. 
and reach out and show love. And I really do believe that that last word is is the one that that will save so many because they they feel so rejected um, and, and they're doing enough of that to themselves as it is and um, I don't want to think that that's the answer to all of these problems but it it it, it comes pretty close, Linda. Well, I, I think a lot of times people's experiences in seeking help, they perceive that they no one cares. No one cares, they're disposable, it doesn't matter anymore, and that leaves a hopelessness. So by someone reaching out and caring and being patient and being persistent, it's like a puppy that won't go away, and it's fantastic. And if we can all do that, it will make a difference. Yes, it will. And, and I know there are people out there who are probably saying right now, I have nobody who cares about me. Oh, you're mistaken. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. All you need to do is just give us a chance to show it. That's all I ask. Just give us a chance. Uh, and it's, it, it's not words I'm using here, you know, which are pie in the sky. Just give us a chance. And, you know, any human being with a, with a heart or, or, or even one ounce of compassion would never allow this to happen to any soldier or service member or member of the public. Nobody would allow this to happen if they were given a chance to help. And I'm speaking for myself, obviously, but that, that's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of people like, you know, the people on this program talking right now. A lot of them. You just need to give them a chance. That's all. Uh, and um, it might feel like they don't care, but... I think if we were given an opportunity, we would show that we do. Well, I think you raise a big point. Oftentimes, it's not the formalized systems that are reaching out and making a difference. Oftentimes, it's just that person who randomly understands, reads a face, understands there's something wrong, and says, are you okay? Uh, it's very simple. Didn't you tell me a story about the Golden Gate Bridge? Oh, the uh, the golden great yeah this this the guy who left a note if there's one person who smiles at me along the way words to that effect I I, I won't I won't do this but they didn't um, but how were people to know what what that poor man was thinking you know that that was the thing uh, had they any idea at all that he was going to do what he did I'm sure the whole bridge would have smiled at him that's right exactly. That's right. That, that is just my opinion, guys. Uh, right. You know, we, we, we cannot read minds. And this is why I want people to use Call App. If you just communicate with us, give us a clue. We'll all smile at you. Right. <laughs> well, we're coming to a close, and I just want to thank Edward White for being with us today. Edward, tell our listeners again. How can they find out more information about the Call app? Yes, indeed, Gary. Uh, the website is your best uh, point of contact, www.lifehealth.us. L-I-F-E-H-E-A-L-T-H dot U-S. All right. Uh, if you want to get in touch, just press the contact button there. Um, there's plenty of information on there about it. Uh, we'll be launching at the end of this year, and hopefully we'll be, we'll be celebrating, guys. And, uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Any closing words for them before we go, Edward? I beg your pardon, Gary? 
Any closing words? Oh, yes, absolutely. I, I want to thank both of you. That's that's really the most important thing. And I want to thank the listeners for, for, for you know, uh, their, you know, involvement as well, too. Because I know, you know, every time we do something like this, we get a great uh, outpouring of support and help. And uh, for anybody who is volunteering, really, it means so much. We've got a lot of good people out there who are giving freely of their time. And they know who they are. They're listening to the program this morning. And I want to thank you personally. And I won't mention right. it, Amsie, because there's... there's, there's too many of you. <laughs> All right, Linda, you have any closing remarks? Of course you do. No, just a pleasure. I'm afraid this is a topic that's way too close to both Edward and my lives and yours as well, Gary. And I think anything we can do to help, such as spreading the word and spreading the uh, knowledge that something like Call Up is coming, is extremely valuable. I'm, I'm very grateful we had you on the show today, Edward. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Can't wait until next year, right? This is Gary Ray along with Linda Crater signing off. And thanks for listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America and the Variety Channel. Have a terrific week. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray and his co-host again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 